Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Oh my gosh, kitties. It's kitties, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Oh. It happened. True believers indeed. After tonight. Truest of believers. We are truest of believers. This movie is about belief. uh, About letting go of what you know. Okay. Uh, We're going to do a five minute spoiler free review. For those of what you, what movie who, is this again? Because uh, we haven't even said we the haven't name. said it yet, but it's not going to be all over the you know the the feed or whatever. We're going to talk about Doctor Strange. Let's talk about Doctor Strange. If you're joining us for the first time, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We cover everything that fits into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including TV shows, movies, all of that. If you're joining us for the first time, please subscribe. We're here to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., all the Netflix shows, all that. But tonight is a very exciting night. It only comes twice a year. And that's a night when they release a f- feature film. And oh my, this one was great. This one was so good. Yeah, let's talk about like, quality first, and then we'll delve into uh, into deep, deep spoilers. But, um, all right. man... Uh, rank it. Where 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 does this fall? Is this in that medium range of Marvel films? Is this in that lower level of Marvel films, or is this in that like stratospheric, you know, Guardians and Avengers and Iron Man? Mm, That's my three. It's it's hard to say because you know it is first watch, so I'm really excited about That's it. True. That's true. Right off the bat, but gotta be calm. Gotta be uh, <sighs> careful in in your thoughts. I. I want to give it top third. Yeah, I, I, it's if it's not in the top third, it is in the very top edge of the middle third. <laughs> it is, it is either. Yeah, it's 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 up there, man. For me, it's up there. It's it. Uh, yeah. it approached Guardians levels for me. It's not. It doesn't reach Guardians levels for me, but it's it's real close. It was it was very pretty. Yes, gorgeous, gorgeous film. It was a gorgeous film, and the it, color palette was actually very similar to Guardians. It really was. Uh, it had a very cosmic feel, in, in but the it was astral projection area that they use. It really was very similar to Guardians. I um, God, I had. I had all of this thought out and then like I reevaluated everything. Like at first I was like, Oh yeah, that was, that was solid. You know, it was, it was exactly decent. And then I thought about it more and I was like, no, no, this is really good. This is a perfect Dr. Strange origin tale. Yeah. I was in a really good mood for this one. Like, and I don't mean good mood as in I was happy. I was in like a really, sort of just like emotionally receptive place. We like watched the the first trailer was for the new Logan uh movie. Oh yeah. I yeah, was yeah. We, I was weeping during the Logan trailer. Um <laughs> so I was just like I was emotionally receptive for Doctor Strange. You had you had surrendered yeah. already. We won't get dig too deep into spoilers right now. We're just talking about quality, but there's there are moments in this movie that I connected with a lot personally. And made me feel incredible. I don't know, really, really, uh, really, really impactful for me. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm looking forward to spoiler section because I'll be able to tell you about my personal my personal connection with the story and how <laughs> it really, really, really got to me. Um, really funny, 
It was a lot funnier. It was it it struck that nice balance of it's really funny at times, but it's also very serious because this is a pompous ass for most of the movie. Yeah, I never felt um, he was lovable, but he was also a total asshole, but a different kind of asshole than Tony Stark, which is great. Um, I really like so many of the notes people talk about with the with with Strange from comics. He's an asshole, but he's funny. He's suit lots of bravado. Like it just reminded me so much of Tony. The way people describe him, I was a little worried we were going to be treading old ground. But um, th- this this was not. And the way, <laughs> the, I mean, this movie is about you know it's about ego death in, in like a, in a broader yeah. sense. Like and and I mean. We're we're not going to spoil the ending, but like, it is Ugh. about it is about ego death. Like it's about him it, trying oh, to learn yeah. to yeah. not be. <laughs> it's about him trying to learn to not be. Uh, it, it, it's just such a like Eastern philosophy movie. Like I really really dig what they did with this thing. Um, it's yeah. it's not shallow in any way. Um, like, not even spoiling it, but one of the chief lines they repeat is, "It's not about you," yeah. and that's what he has to learn. Yeah, he's got to learn. It's not about him. That's um, his hero's journey is lowering himself. Yeah, uh, and that's and that's that, that we're, we're we're not spoiling any of the particular points of the movie, but or like the particular things that happen, but just the overall themes. Um, really, really interesting. Uh, really funny. Really great. Ties into the Marvel Cinematic Universe well, um, and serves as a great standalone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Man, great, great! Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, when you go, check out Stick. Stay for the tra- stay for the credits. You know this already. If you're a Marvel fan, if you're not a Marvel fan, you're just checking this podcast out because you, uh, you know, heard it, saw it was uh, search for Doctor Strange podcasts uh, to see if you should go tonight. Uh, stick around. You should. The, you should, and you should stick around for the mid credit sequence and the post credit sequence. That's right. There's two. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Great, great stuff. Um, and they're both worth it. They both – oh, my God. Okay. Um, mm, yeah. I can't. Uh, also, also can't. Um, just just on a – again, qualitatively, not, not spoilery, um, what did you think of the villain in this? Did it, did it fall to the same problems other villains have in the, in the MCU? At least the problems people complain about. As far as – you know, lack of depth, which is the constant complaint. Yeah. Um, sort of, but also at the same time, Mads Mikkelsen does such a fantastic job with with acting and emoting and you know and, and giving you the the story of the antagonist and just with the with the stellar job that he pulled off with. All of his delivery. I, I think that this was probably one of the better villains. Still not on like uh, Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio, you know that level yet. But yeah, really, yeah. really good. I thought it was really good. It, it was better he, than an Obadiah Stane. <laughs> that's true. But it's not as good as a Loki. I don't know. I, I don't Kingpin. know if that's true. I like Obadiah Stane a lot. It just gets a little dumb at the end. So Iron Man one gets dumb at the end. It just becomes a slugfest <laughs> between two robots, and that just doesn't. That's not what Obadiah Stane would do. It's just not not what Obadiah Stane would do. Um, I don't uh. like it. Um, <laughs> anyway, as much as I love that well, movie, that's a, that's its yeah, one misstep. Well, the thing I th- I think this I would say this solidly falls to that problem. 
Uh, if you have that problem with every other Marvel movie that their villains are weak to some degree, um, I would say this movie has that problem. But I never see it as a problem because a lot of times the first movie, the origin story, it's not about the villain. It's about the hero and their hero's journey. And this is this solidly follows that formula. This is not this. The villain is is fine. He does his he does his thing well. He's believable. Um, he's not fully a mustache twirler, although he infringes on that territory. Um, he encroaches. He he definitely encroaches. Uh, but in the spoiler, we'll talk more about that. But uh, he has his reasons. They make some sense. And even even uh, <laughs> there's even mo- a moment in the movie where Strange himself. Uh, hears words coming out of the man's mouth that he can identify with, and and and, and it's it's very it's a great it's a great moment it's a great moment. Um, all right, so I think would now we we've 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 talked about it. G- g- give me I guess just because you know the internet likes these things. Give me a grade, one to ten. What what, what are you rating this movie? I'd give it a solid eight point five. Nice eight eight to eight point five. Yeah. I would I would probably f- fall it right in that same area because I I gotta leave room for growth because there's there are a few that I think are better than this one even in the MCU um, but not you know it's it's a really solid movie it's great popcorn fun but it's also got a lot of depth to it um, all right so full time spoiler alert if you have not seen Doctor Strange you don't want to listen um, we're gonna we're gonna ruin it for everyone forever. Forever. Um, what? What does that even mean? Um, so, it means that they're using the time stone. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, that was amazing. So okay, let's spoiler alert. Uh, let's three, two, one. Run if you haven't. Run it if you don't know us and you don't know we're about to spoil the whole thing. So hang up on us or something. Three, <laughs> two, one. Spoilers. It is the time infinity stone. We knew it. But it's confirmed. We have been speculating for a long time that it was the Time Infinity Stone, um, the Time Gem, if you will. And yeah. Wong just straight up says Infinity Stone. I fucking loved it. Oh my yep. gosh! He says it, w- it would not be wise to walk around the streets with an Infinity Stone around your neck. And then, and Strange is like, "What? What are you talking about? What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, you may be gifted in the mystic arts, but you still have much to learn." Yeah, one thing. Into this movie, he did not become the Sorcerer Supreme. Right, he did not. He he wasn't even like at the pinnacle of his powers, as far as just like learning before becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. By the end of the movie, like he was still novice, and he still had to break down himself and say, "I can't do this alone. I need your help to defeat them." Yeah, and he also had to. <laughs> He not only did, could he could he not defeat them on his own because he like you said he was a novice he really I, I that was the one part of the movie I found they did a good job of making it work but I found it a little um, silly that a trained guard who was a master and a one of the guardians of the sanctums uh, the three sanctums. Uh, <laughs> He was immediately went out like a bitch. Yeah, he went out immediately. Just like they 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 came in, those three guys, they killed him. And then Doctor Strange, a complete novice who's never had a never been in a fight uh that we know of, like a real fight to to, to for his life or whatnot. Um yeah. 
and he is he 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 takes he strands one in the desert, which I guess she didn't have her uh, what they call him sling ring sling ring. I guess she didn't have her sling ring. They never touched on. He didn't take her sling ring. He just throws her through a window and turns the channel. Uh, (laughs) Which was so great. It was great. It was great. And I I saw it coming, and I liked it. It was was clever. It was great. Uh, They did a great job of establishing what those windows do. Just just fun fun action. This movie was really really well done. I don't you don't fully understand everything happening. Like when when buildings start folding in on themselves and ball, you're you're not you can't know what's going on. Like, but you're yeah. not supposed to. It's mystical. It's like this is a world we don't know anything about. Or I don't know. It just it just well, made sense. It feels like when the ancient one tells him surrender yourself to it, she's not just telling him to do that. She's telling the audience to just let it in, just just accept <laughs> it because it's gonna be crazy. That's interesting that you think about it that way. I did not think about it that way because I was so I was really caught up in Strange's story. Um, I, I was I was very much seeing myself through Strange's eyes, and part of that is um, I started to talk about it in the in the, in the, in the beginning. Um, Tell me about your personal connection. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a big point in the story where he loses his hands, and when he's up in that apartment, oh yeah, begging yeah, yeah. for begging for his hands, uh, you know, you know like looking for any way to save his hands, and and just believing himself to be completely, uh, you know, useless without his hands. Um, uh, the, he's a surgeon. That's what he does. I'm a singer. That's what I do. <laughs> for a living and it's it's what i've i've been able to build a pretty comfortable existence at this point and very happy one because i don't have to have a job i get to sing for a living it's amazing i love i love being a performer i love what i do it's a lot of work to keep this keep all the balls in the air to keep the business running but like i love it so much and it's so much of a part of who i am and that talent of my voice is the key to me being able to do that. And, uh, two, two years ago I had a polyp on my vocal cord and, um, they tried a bunch of different things to try to get it to go down. It wouldn't go down. And they ended up having to have vocal surgery and in which I had to be, basically I couldn't sing for like six months. Um, that's pretty rough. And it was, and, and, and you never know how they're going to heal. And so you might have a different voice when you come out of it. It might be just, uh, it might not be as good. You might not have the range you had before. Like there's a lot of things when you have a polyp and you have surgery that can go wrong. Uh, it was just a really, really scary time. And so when Strange is going through all of that and has his hands and he's talking about how he's nothing without them. And like, I've really felt that before. Like I really have been there um, in the kind of dark darkest time of like six months back when I couldn't do the thing that I do best, you know? Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's tough. And it, it really, really emotionally connected me to strange from an early time in the movie. Um, and, and, and from that point on, I just, I was just really into his story. So, so I, I you know, just that per and that's not, everyone's going to have that experience, but I really felt, I really felt for him in that moment and felt, uh, the very familiar feelings, you know, what he was yeah. going through was very familiar yeah. for me. He became immediately identifiable. Okay, so someone, someone mentioned, and we mentioned it on the podcast previously, that this movie begins in the time of Iron Man Two. Yeah, I think somebody mentioned that, and 
it's that's not the case actually uh, um i i know what line they're talking about i think yeah unless i'm totally off base well uh, when he was talking on the phone while driving yes uh, the guy said you know we've got a, a uh, an air force or... colonel that broke his back in an experimental armor suit and yeah, which is the you hammer would think experiment you it was the hammer tech yeah yeah but in the beginning of the movie when he's looking out over the land or when it it shows new york you can see uh avengers tower Oh, and really? it, okay. it's the A that looks like it does in Avengers Age of Ultron. So, so it has to be later. I suppose yeah. that colonel could have been damaged for two years by now or something. You know? What yeah, I mean? and he could have worked his way up the chain of other of, doctors, uh, who of other doctors, him. and you know, yeah, true, 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 true basically true. doing what Strange was doing. Yeah, um, I still I really enjoyed that line, and it was, and and who like it could even be a different a different colonel in a different suit, but uh, it definitely seemed like they were going for that connection. Yeah. There was, there was a thought that it would be Rhodey um, from civil war, but there was no mention of the accords or, you know, anything involving the civil war. So we have to assume that it wasn't that his training, um, according to Scott Derrickson took about a year to get through. And then, you know, there was that time period before where, you know, after accident, before going to um, Kathmandu. Right. So we're looking at at least a year before it brings it to current time uh, of training. So, you know, whatever happened before that. So it could have been that guy. Um, it's, it, I don't know. I want to call it unlikely that it would be somebody else because, like, how many people do you hear about in experimental armor suits? Uh, especially with a, they describe the spinal injury as like a twist fracture. Or something like yeah. that. They say it, it very Broke much like, back. seemed like it was that guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was both sad and, uh, yeah. <laughs> also, it was kind of like, that was one of the most gruesome things that's happened in a Marvel movie. Uh, except <laughs> for in this one where they decapitate that guy. Um, yeah. yeah. That was pretty dark. That was pretty dark. Um, that was pretty uh, pretty brutal. Yeah, like, right sure. at the beginning. Right at the top. Just let's cut a guy's head off. Um, <laughs> right at the top. <laughs> so, the the thing I found interesting about that uh, was also that like it's almost like they're repairing that gory part because he said like I always I really always hated that scene because it's not funny like that's a gross thing when that guy's body twists around in the super suit and you hear the crunch yeah, and the scream. Like, oh my gosh. And the screaming and Oh gross. It was gross. Um, and then <laughs> the and, thing that makes it funny is that Justin hammer jumps in there. I, I, that pilot survived. Yeah, exactly. But what was interesting is they, they made a, uh, Stephen strange after hearing it says there's a, there's a lot of surgeons who can deal with that. Get me something that I, that only I can do or whatever, which right. is basically saying like, three like what is it like six movies later they're they're coming in and going don't worry that guy's fine <laughs> which i thought was really funny yeah because like, I, really, I wasn't worried now, about that guy now you're gonna like repair that try to say it was fine he's fine because he didn't look fine <laughs> he did not sound fine <laughs> oh man uh, so anyway, that's enough about the super suit. I, I, I wanted to just touch on that. Yeah. I thought that was interesting connection, but uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like that's 
I guess if the Avengers Towers in that first scene, that it's not. Uh, you know, you know what I'm excited although, about. Although, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Although, yeah, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> okay, I'm excited about the next Doctor Strange movie. Yes, because Baron Mordo being a bad guy, taking out all of the sorcerers, saying that there's too many sorcerers. Yeah, is going to be incredible. Yeah, it seems like he's quite. He's a bit of a. He's a bit of like a. He's a classic self-loather. He's a. He really hates sorcerers, which I thought was an interesting turn for him to make. I and I liked his logic. He said, you know, you got basically you, you're cheating. You're you're affecting, <laughs> affecting reality in ways that it's not supposed to be. Um, yeah, you're ignoring the natural laws. Yeah, or breaking the natural laws. Well, that's what his problem with Strange was, but his problem with. Uh, with every sorcerer was that like I forget, I forget exactly how he puts it, but he's basically like you know uh, this you're you're stealing this power. This power has a purpose. Uh, yeah. What do you think that Baron Mordo thinks that purpose is? I mean, I, I don't know. I definitely understand him taking it from that guy because that guy's squandering his power. Yeah. Like I'm not too upset at him for doing that, but if he were try to try to take it from Strange or from someone else, like uh, it just it's a little strange. A little strange. <laughs> Who am I to judge? <laughs> I love that he continuously calls him Mr. Doctor. Yes, that that was funny. Uh, it's, it, they did a good job of, of humor in this movie. Okay, trailer anger. Uh, I am angry that I understand why they did, because it's a great trailer line, but I am angry that they put the Wi-Fi password line in the trailer. Oh, <laughs> because it's the funniest line in the movie, and it, if it had come out of nowhere, I would have been blown away by that line. I would have been rolling laughing, uh, but instead, I was just like, "Oh, here comes that Wi-Fi password line." Yep, which is just not. We're the not same savages. Experience. We're not savages. Uh, That's still funny though. It's still really funny. In the trailer. Uh, when he says, and and in the movie when he says, "Well, we're not savages," reminds me so much of his character in Serenity. Yeah, but yeah. in general, his character in this is actually very different. Um, I don't feel like he's very much like that Serenity character. Even just the way he speaks and the way he carries himself is different than his character as the operative. Yeah, yeah, he's. A vastly, vastly different character and an amazing actor to be oh, able yeah. to pull that off. Yep, Chiwetel Ejiofor is great, great, great. And great. his his staff, his staff is the staff of the Living Tribunal. The Living Tribunal is one of the most powerful entities in the Marvel universe, like at all, like huh. more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet by a good long shot wow and like the living tribunal is an entity that basically preserves the order of the multiverse and only shows up when the multiverse itself is threatened on like a massive scale wow so really kind of only shows up when dr strange is involved (laughs) who is boots called oh the uh the vaulting boots of uh, something yeah the vaulting boots of of uh, Valtor. Cool. Yeah, I, who is I, one of the Vishanti, if I recall correctly. I don't know much about the uh, the mystical realms and everything, but you had spoken so much of Dormammu uh, that when 
uh, when those people were chanting in the first uh, the first scene, we see the bad guys sort of chanting off by themselves, uh, calling forth power from the dark dimension. Um, they are they're chanting Dormammu. Yeah, uh, but they're saying it kind of funny in a way that like you could see you don't hear him saying Dormammu it's like it's 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 one word and a string of words but uh, I was like oh I hear Dormammu in there <laughs> oh yeah I don't so, know what that is but I I kind of do yeah so the way that the way that he beats the bad guy basically the way that he triumphs in this movie is not really a triumph oh, it is a it. very very, very Doctor Strange way of winning. Well, it's very, it's a very, uh, as I said at the top, ego death. It's a, it's a very, yeah. It's the personification of his. It's that moment is a personification of the struggle of this movie. It's about him getting over his ego, which is yeah. a lot of what Eastern religion is about. And this movie is all about him getting over his ego. Uh, from a more Western perspective, but yes, like he is no longer caring for himself. They they constantly call him out on it, and um, he they they it's they, not about you. They keep seeing through him and saying, you know, you did this, <laughs> you did that to save your own life. You know, uh, you you yeah. killed that man in the hallway to save your own life. Uh, you did this to do because it was you. You became a great surgeon for you. You know, um, but standing there and dying over and over is not good for him. No, <laughs> it is, not at all. He is laying his life down an untold I mean, number of times. We don't even know how long he was in that loop. Yeah, he, they, he, like, he, they, were, they were saying that you know all of his success, he's so successful because of his fear of failure, and he just had to live himself failing over and over again. Yeah. And he, and he says it. He, he says, you you won't win. And he's like, nope, but I can lose over and over and over. <laughs> 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 Which makes you my prisoner. Oh, man. God, that is such a strange way to, to win. Such a strange way to win. Such a Doctor Strange way to do things. Because, like... I have come to make a bargain. <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That line, Smash, that, that line got kill. me more and more every time he said it. It was so good. It was, um, it was very, like, Groundhog Day way of doing things. You know what it actually reminded me of is it reminded me of the movie Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he was just like, I'm going to do this a little. And like they had the little changes for how he got killed every time. So it's like oh, yeah. you and, can and live Dormammu, yourself dying in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, and Dormammu was experiencing it as, you know, he was experiencing it over and over as well. So he was just, I don't know, I think he was trying to win. Like he was trying to convince Strange to stop this. So he's killing him in more and more torturous and varied ways. But... <sighs> Strange is just like, nope, uh, you can have my body. You can have me. Kill me as, as many times as you like. I will stay here, and I'll hold you prisoner outside of time, and we will never move forward from this moment. Yeah, I mean, you you go to a place where time doesn't exist, basically, and you bring time with you. That's got to be terrifying. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was going somewhere else with that. Um, when he talked about bringing time, 
um, you know, the, the whole thing with the Dark Dimension is there is no time, and so no one grows old, right? And so yeah, I, so I thought ages he was, is what you were expecting. Yeah, I thought he was going to bring time with him as like he was going to be like you either leave my world or I'm going to bring into your world the one thing you don't want, which is time. Uh, using this time gem and using this spell that I somehow know. But what he ended up doing was so much better, so much more yeah. creative. Um, that was really great. Yeah, and he ended up only directly killing one person, and that was only in self-defense, which is such a Doctor Strange way of doing things. He will do the most convoluted thing to avoid having to kill people and and save everybody, basically. Yeah. Um, he, did, he did, however, send three uh, three people into the dark dimension. Now, he he sent followers to their leader. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I that's totally what they understand. wanted. That's what they wanted. He gave them what they wanted. It's just like he gave them what they wanted in like a dark genie kind of way. Um, <laughs> and it was uh, it, it was it, pretty dark. It looked like they got made into mindless ones. Oh yeah, is that uh, Dormammu's followers or whatever? Uh, it's some of them. Uh, they are they're immensely powerful, but they require a leader, and even Dormammu has some trouble with them every now and again. Um, yeah, cool. They they're just like they don't have really any kind of form. They just have like one red eye, yes. and are really odd in comics. Yeah. Just him, in practice. I, uh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the way they explained magic. It felt very much like the way they explained, um, magic in Thor. Uh, it's yeah. still, it still feels like they're going with the, I mean, even she said, you can call it a spell or you can call it a program. Uh, right. You know, your mind is tapping into like, the software of the universe or whatever. The source code of the universe. Yeah, exactly. So 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 I like that. I, I like I like the way it makes it fit with the other things, you know? Yeah. It's not While like still letting it be magic. Yeah, it is magic. It's just they have a specific thing that is magic. Like magic is this thing. Yeah, and there's oh God, there's so many books in that library that we haven't seen. Yeah, I was actually surprised that Doctor Strange could walk up to that wall and just take a book out. Like, when I saw they were chained up, I just assumed that someone needed a magical key or something. But Doctor Strange walks over and, like, yeah, I'm going to take this book. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I guess it's not as tricky as I thought. Yeah. Uh, the, scene, the scene where Wong is sitting in the place and he's grabbing books. Was and he's so listening silly. to Beyonce. And listening to Beyonce. It was so silly. So, so much fun and so silly. Yes, that's the scene I was just thinking of. Uh, um, I like I like Wong. Yeah, me I too. I like Wong a lot. I'm glad that he's going to be back in, in Infinity War. Oh, I didn't realize he was. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He's going he's gonna to be there. Uh, he used God. Like, we haven't even talked about all of the things. Like, the, the Cloak of Levitation is awesome. The Eye of, the eye of Agamotto was ridiculous in the way that we knew that it would be. But then we got so many other relics with the staff of the living tribunal. We got the wand of Watum that, um, that Wong was using. There were a whole 
bunch of things that were just sitting in cases everywhere and i was like oh i no i what is i don't remember what that okay but what is uh, i just i gotta watch the movie i just gotta watch the movie yeah just i was looking around all crazy (laughs) yeah it was it was really good man the really, um, really good God, what was his name? The old guy, Master, the the guy without a hand, Master Hamir, was it? Right. In comics, Master Hamir was uh, the Ancient One's personal servant, but also Wong's father. Oh, fun. And I Not suppose, so in the in the film, but still. I mean, I suppose he could be. He was he was old. Yeah, he didn't. might be the Ancient One now. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> He's an Ancient One, that's for sure. Oh man, yeah, just good movie, man. I'm I'm very happy. Uh, I'm happy. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Even although yeah. uh, this one probably won't get my money. Well, it probably will twice in one week. Uh, but uh, I really want to see Hacksaw Ridge. Just to, to, out of a complete left to talk about something completely different. Hacksaw Ridge looks amazing. Have you seen these trailers? I haven't. You should watch the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge. Also made me cry. But, All right. you know, that's not too hard to do. I'm an emotional mess. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so what else do we need to, to touch on? We've got, I mean, there were a lot of Easter eggs. We we haven't talked about um, you think? Stan Lee's cameo. <laughs> no, that was super fun. What was he reading? It was like Doors to Perception or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was um, the author's... Uh, what it was his Huxtable, something Huxtable. Uh, it was his recounting of the time that he spent on mescaline, like tripping on mescaline. Oh, funny. And it was like, I think it was released in like the 50s. I thought. And, uh, <laughs> and it was probably what inspired Ditko's art, whatever, uh, whenever he was drawing the amazingness that is the Doctor Strange comic. So, Doctor Strange comes into the Ancient One's little uh, hacienda, and, <laughs> and she says, he says, um, you know, what kind of, what wasn't that tea when she kicks him out of his body? Ah, uh, yeah. And then, she, she, then he's like, she's like, no, it's not, it's not a drug, it's this. And then she sends him on that two three minute long crazy trip of a experience through all these different planes and such yeah uh at that point i just would have thought it was more drugs right like <laughs> like you're not if, doing a good job of selling that it's not drugs yeah you're really not like if you thought the other thing was drugs um i guess it just depends on how it feels and such but yeah that was uh, a <laughs> quite a trip that he went on oh my gosh I like- I like how she was just like a little bit of honey. <laughs> yeah. She was great. She uh Tilda Swinton did awesome. <laughs> She's a great ancient one. Yeah. I oh man, that that scene where she was dying was like when she when she projected her astral form and just went outside to watch yeah. in that one moment that she stretched out forever. Just oh my god, that was so so very touching. I agree. And I absolutely agree. Uh, <laughs> she says, you think I'd be ready, but look at me. I'm taking this one moment and stretching it out over thousands. <laughs> uh, 
Heart heartbreaking. She wasn't <sighs> ready to go. She wasn't ready to go. Hmm. Oh, okay. oh tenth so... Sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, so, <laughs> that's a Doctor Who reference. The uh in the the, the uh, you know the conceit of Doctor Who, right? Is that when he dies, he regenerates and becomes a, another per, another actor, basically. Yeah, it's like a great conceit because it makes the show able to last fifty years. Because every time a guy, every time an actor leaves and they replace him, he just has to die in parentheses and the, or in quotations, and then he comes back to life, right? Yeah. Uh, in 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 when 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 the tenth Doctor dies. Uh, most of the time their death is so, I don't know, they've been shot or they've been this or they've been that. He dies and he has a little more time, uh, to die. Like he has time to wait for his death or whatever. And right before he changes, he yells, I don't want to go. And so every time I think about someone's death scene, I, uh, it was touching, but it also was kind of like, I don't understand. You're just regenerating. Like, I know you're the, also the actor, but like. I don't know. I always thought it was a little weird. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. That's just a random aside about Doctor Who. Oh, Back okay. to Doctor Strange. Because <laughs> partially, maybe Doctor Who is on my mind because every time he called, every time they called him Doctor, I just kept thinking Doctor Who the whole time. You kept perking up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. Um, his accent was... Interesting. I, I hadn't really. I, I very. I've avoided trailers and such, uh, and so I really didn't. Hadn't heard him speak very much, and it was. It was. Th- it threw me off a little bit because <laughs> I'm just so yeah, used to it, his. It kind of sounded like he was doing his best impression of Hugh Laurie's Doctor House. I thought that too a few times. I thought that too. You know, and Doctor <laughs> Hugh Laurie has a great American accent, and uh, you know. That this was a this was a really good one, so I mm-hmm. definitely see that. I thought it in the middle of the movie. I was like, "This is kind of houseish." When he was, <laughs> like the first you know ten minutes of the movie where he's just working in the hospital, I was like, "He's kind of a house archetype for sure." Yeah, it's um, it's unfortunate that the uh, the female lead in this one was again underutilized and could have done great. Because what time she had on screen was great and and was really like could have been the emotional anchor or the the humanizing anchor back in you know non sorcerer world, but I thought it was mm. I, I, I it did. could have been better though, sure, I mean, they could have focused on more. there's tons of stuff in this movie they could have focused on more, and I would have been happy um I would have loved to see more of the training um yeah. I would have. <laughs> I would have loved to see more of him as a doctor, even. Like, I really enjoyed every bit of this movie so much. And I, I, I think they struck a pretty good balance. Like, as yeah, much yeah, as, they, they did their best with what time they yeah, had. Yeah, you've only got so much time. And I and, and we, we're, we're a little spoiled because we've been watching these Netflix series, but uh, yeah. you've only got an hour. That's what I want. I want a Doctor Stranger Things. I mean, a Doctor Strange <laughs> Netflix series. Doctor Stranger Things. Um,. Yeah, I would also like a Doctor Stranger Things. It Wouldn't really it be great. awesome? Really, really great. I really hope he shows up in the Defenders. Oh yeah, that I mean, would they're going to be, cool. be fighting a mystical threat. Why not? 
What? Why not bring the main sorcerer of New York into the mystical threat? I mean, come on. Yeah. I it mean, just makes sense. Absolutely with you. There's the possibility of another sorcerer uh, showing up in Brother Voodoo, actually. The guy that was the original um, protector of the sanctum in New York. Drum. That was his name. Daniel Drum. Okay. He, he shows up in comics. He's the brother of Brother Voodoo, who is another sorcerer, and at one point takes over uh, as Sorcerer Supreme for a little bit. Um, but Daniel Drum gets summoned as a ghost because he's the brother of Brother Voodoo and is kind of like a source of power and kind of like a sounding board for you know, uh, whatever problems he's got or emotional problems or, or, you know, support just in general. Right. So that guy might come back as a ghost. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, so I feel like we've, we've, we've delved pretty deep and it's getting also getting really late, especially for you. Uh, yep. although I have to be up at seven thirty-two, so I'm, I'm not too far behind you. Um, what did you, well, let's do some speculation. Where do we go from here? Where is Strange? Where is the well, story leading us? He's going to help with Ragnarok. Yep, that is apparently because the case. That mid-credits scene where he had the gloves on, which is the the classic Strange look, um, he offered to help go find Odin so that they could promptly return to Asgard. Now, that scene, the way that Thor said that yeah we'll go straight back to asgard that kind of makes me think that my theory from before where i said that they could do siege and have dark rain and all of that that might hold more weight with yeah we'll return to asgard but then bring asgard here okay yeah 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 it oh, god that would be so cool <laughs> i thought one one line he says uh, thor says so so Earth has sorcerers now. Yep. <laughs> Do you think that that is a clue to the fact that maybe the sorcerers have made some sort of like exposure into the light at that point? Um I just think it means more that there's going to be sorcerers on Asgard, like, oh, yeah, like, for instance, the Enchantress. May, yeah, there's already sorcerers on Asgard. Like, I definitely agree with that. I think, like... Like, um, that's going to be a big thing, is what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, he already knows there's sorcerers. I mean, his brother's one, <laughs> you know? Uh, well, his brother's a trickster that does parlor tricks. Oh, okay. Um, I just know he has his own magics. Yeah. Um, but they seem mostly just, like, technology. It seems like, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what his magic is. I mean, mostly what we've seen out of him, out of Loki, is um, doing kind of like a I'm not here. Like, you know, a, yeah. a decoy. He a lot of decoys, which is decoy. mostly just seems like, hey, look, I have some sort of uh, holographic generator or whatever. <laughs> like, that seems like all that he has. Like he he shields or he shrouds himself so that Heimdall can't see him. 
Oh, that's true. As well, so I don't know. That's true. Well, so I uh, mean, at I, this point, we're just missing the soul stone. Oh yeah, that's true. Where do we and, get the soul stone? I mean, it's got to be in Ragnarok. Very possible. I mean, I, I wonder if Ragnarok is going to directly lead us into Infinity War, or if we're it just going to get another introduction to because it just seems like. Ragnarok sounds like they could almost tie it to the Infinity, like Gauntlet or War. I don't know. It's a to- I know that I realize that it's a totally different thing, but it just seems like uh, Infinity seems like it's like a, this extinction level, universal extinction level event. Yeah, and so does Ragnarok. So it's like it just <laughs> seems like it seems almost weird if they do both and don't tie them together. Yeah. But I may be totally wrong. I really so, hope this Thor movie, man, uh, it's going to have Strange and Hulk, which we, I don't know how we, I don't think we talked about it in our news talk, but there have been really interesting reports about um, some of Thor, uh, they, they, some of Thor, uh, we've seen th- Thor's going to be in his planet, th- I mean, I'm sorry, Hulk. Hulk is going to be in his planet Hulk armor. Yeah. We've also seen that um last week on uh, they were doing a uh, like some sort of uh live stream to the fans to thank them they so they'd wrapped production on Thor Ragnarok yeah and uh they one of the guys on screen who was just part of the crew they were like yeah this is him he plays and i forget who they said but he plays uh this meek or something like that or his name's i forget his name uh, but he is one of the people that Hulk fights on Planet Hulk. Hmm. Um, so, like, there. I don't know if you've heard that news. I heard it on another, uh, another like a like a YouTube channel or something. Um, but uh, it's it looks like they're doing more of Planet Hulk than maybe we thought they were. Well, from what I understand, Thor meets Hulk in a gladi- uh, gladiatorial right capacity yeah 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 we've talked about that a little bit um i don't know like it's that's a, how he encounters so him that's gonna be happening in thor ragnarok obviously but we have also gonna have dr strange in there in the mix somehow i'm really somehow. curious to see how dr strange in dr strange's powers interact with everyone else's powers yeah because it yeah. just seems like all the traveling back and forth to different dimensions and the mirror dimension and all that it just se- I don't want to see him kind of like the way they don't know how to use Scarlet Witch. I don't really want to see the her- him fall to the same problem where uh, we just see him make a lot of those little electricity whips and just block punches, you know? <laughs> I want to see him doing shit. If, he- if he's going to be in these bigger team-up movies, I want to see him do shit. <laughs> I want him to drop Thanos into the mirror dimension and then Thanos to just shatter it. Right, yeah. And strange to be just shocked and appalled. Yeah, that'd be rad. Ah, God. Man, I I think we probably wrap up. You got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, I mean, there were Easter eggs all over the place. I'll I'll talk about it more later, I guess. Yeah, we're definitely going to do another strange episode, um... If sometime this week, probably. Uh, once we get a second reviewing in. Um... And I think we're also going to be, I know, I I can at least, um, 
checking out the Breaking the Panel roundtable on Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can be on it, unfortunately. Uh, um, uh, it's this Saturday or next Saturday? I think they're talking about next Saturday. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll probably already have ours out by then. but um, The 12th. And this one's going to go up tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We be we be reporting to you the Doctor Strange goodness right after it drops. So thank you guys That's so much for hanging out with us. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, and uh, call us, leave us a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU. Tell us what you thought of Doctor Strange, and when we do our deep dive this week a little more into Doctor Strange, we will, uh, we will play some feedback. So anybody going to see it this week... Or if you've already if you've already seen it, please uh, leave us some Doctor Strange feedback. We would love to have that for our deep dive episode. You guys probably saw a lot of things we didn't see, so love to hear from you all. Um, yeah, man, thank you guys. It's late here. We're gonna go to sleep. I think. Yeah, it's it's bedtime. Yep. Good. good so good night. Good night, Jeffrey. Good night, sir. Until next time, true believers. 